This is a Press Center Commentary. I'm Steve Dunlop. Today, what Margaret Thatcher taught me about news. News people have the attention span of a gnat. We are bred to cover today's big thing, get the facts, find the storyline, write, print, and move on to tomorrow's big thing. Yesterday's news, as the phrase once went, is tomorrow's fish wrap. Or, as you might say today, with a roll of your eyes and a toss of your head, that is so 15 minutes ago. But news is also, as longtime Washington Post publisher Philip Graham once said, the first rough draft of history. When former British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher died at the age of 87, I was reminded again of the difference between a routine headline and a story that people would actually remember in 30 years. Seven o'clock on a Friday. In 1979, I was the newly minted morning news editor of WOR, New York's proud establishment radio station. So over WOR New York, the news is next. Thank you, John. Good morning, everyone. Two, In a time well before the Internet or even cable news, WOR was one of the most listened to stations in the country and certainly among the most profitable. I was in my early 20s at the time, and the next youngest newsroom employee was almost twice my age. New York was a very different place in 1979. The city had nearly gone bankrupt just a few years before and was only now starting to recover. Public services like street cleaning and garbage collection were notoriously undependable. On one side of WOR's 23rd floor studios at 1440 Broadway, where world figures routinely came to be interviewed, Times Square was dirty, sleazy, and dangerous. On the other side, Bryant Park was a well-known location for drug deals. Crime of all kinds was setting records. Then on April 19th, more than 6,000 New York State prison guards went on strike in direct violation of a law which prohibited public employees from walking off the job. Correctional facilities were already overflowing. Now there were palpable fears for public safety. The National Guard was called in to man the prisons, prompting cries of scab and leading to violence on the picket lines. The prison guard strike was our lead story at WOR for the better part of 16 days. It felt like 16 months. But on the early morning of May 4th came a surprise. Negotiators for the state and guards union working all night unexpectedly reached an agreement to end the walkout. The city and state breathed an almost audible sigh of relief. I arrived at WOR at 4 a.m., and part of my job was to consult with our writers and anchors and identify the big lead story for our morning news shows with a cumulative audience of more than a million people. Had the strike ended on almost any other day, my choice would have been a slam dunk. But May 4th was also the day that Margaret Thatcher was elected Prime Minister of Great Britain. Her Majesty the Queen has asked me to form a new administration, and I have accepted... My team and I all debated and reflected on the pros and cons for a few minutes, something that doesn't happen very much in the news industry these days. An end to a labor dispute that endangered the public, we decided, surely meant more to our listeners than a new leader across the sea in England. So we led with the prison strike. Thatcher would be our second story. At the end of our first 15-minute news block at 6 a.m., I got a call at the desk from WOR's news director, Reg Late. He had just heard our broadcast from home and had other ideas. Why are you leading with the strike? Your lead-all has to be Thatcher, he instructed me. Move the end of the prison strike down to the second slot. I asked late, why? After all, we'd been leading with the prison standoff for more than two weeks. Wasn't it just a more significant story? Thatcher is bigger, he grunted. It's huge. It's historic. Maybe you're too young to see. She is the first woman to lead a Western power. Go with it. 
You can debate about what the right call was on that particular morning. But history, the ultimate judge, would prove my boss correct and me wrong. Remember, this was before the rest of the world had ever really heard of Margaret Thatcher. It was before she faced down unionized coal miners, heralding a changed game for Britain's economy. And it was well before the election of Ronald Reagan, the rise of democracy in Poland, the fall of the Berlin Wall, and the collapse of communism, all events in which Thatcher's resolve played a key role. And, of course, Meryl Streep won an Oscar for portraying an iron lady, not a prison guard. Today it seems downright silly to compare the two. Now more than ever, we live in an era where moonbeams pass as news. Now you see it, now you don't. The lesson I took from the election of Margaret Thatcher still prompts me to ask a simple question about every story I write and read. What's it going to mean in 30 years? That's my Press Center commentary. I'm Steve Dunlop. <laughs>